Hi, I'm Whitney Lee, founder of Socially PR and Digital Media. And for over a decade, I've been creating and executing marketing and PR plans for businesses all over the U.S. I'm obsessed with helping entrepreneurs bring their big ideas to life and most importantly, boost their bottom line. The Socially Relevant Podcast is a resource to give you clarity, ideas, and inspiration that you can actually apply to marketing your business. So you won't find any overwhelming tech talk here. We're breaking down all the details in a way that's fun and easy to understand, giving you tangible ways to take action. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, today we are talking all about events. A lot of people think of events when you talk about PR. Um, And honestly, like I have a love-hate relationship with events. I started my career at a resort property where we planned hundreds of events every year. We did the resorts marketing, but then also in their like lifestyle center down below, Harbor Walk Village. We did concerts, we did beer festivals, we did barbecue festivals, we did you know, arts and crafts festivals, literally everything you can think of. So I've done a lot of events. Um, and when I first started the business, I actually used to like pl- actually plan events. Like I would offer event planning. Um, and throughout the years, I've kind of given that up because, you know, when someone brings us in to brand, promote, uh, help sell tickets for their event, I feel like all of our attention has to be on that. And if we divide our attention between planning the event, you've got like centerpieces and logistics and tents and where are people setting up and whose booth is which one. If you're dealing with all of that, you can't give ample attention to the promotion and the branding of the event. And let's be real, that is so important because you can plan an amazing event, but if absolutely no one shows up, then it's all going to waste. I mean, they're both important aspects. So Throughout the years, I have uh, foregone the, you know, planning aspect of events and just moved into, you know, we do all the social, the PR, email funnels, um, we'll brand the event. Uh, The one thing I will help with some of these conferences that we do, uh, we'll help with speakers because I do think that is more, um, that plays a role in the marketing, like helping define which speakers we should have, who's a good fit, what types of topics do we need, uh, and helping source those types of people. But I feel like, again, that's not really like the logistical nitty gritty of the event. I think that's more like establishing and branding the event, you know, creating the content that will be offered at the event. Uh, But a lot of people come after us to help with event sponsorship. So part of me says, sponsorship is sales. I'm not a salesperson, but also there is a little bit of a gray area because so much of sponsorship comes through in your marketing and promotion uh, that your, your marketing and PR team has to be a part of the sponsorship conversation uh, because they're going to supply a lot of the facts and stats that you're going to need to get these sponsors on board. And then once you do get a sponsor on board, you're going to need your marketing PR social team uh, to be fully in the know about what these sponsors have been promised uh, from a promotional standpoint to make sure that we can execute it. And so you don't have sponsors coming back to you all irritated because they didn't get their social media posts or they didn't get their features or whatever. Their logo wasn't included on something. So, you know, event sponsorship 
uh, definitely plays a role, you know, and we do a lot of helping people build their sponsorship package. Um, we have done some event outreach or sponsorship outreach, uh, but I never, ever promise people anything because, uh, again, I'm not a salesperson in a way we are, we're all in sales and especially me, like I own my own business, of course, in a way I am in sales, but I am not a sales professional, you know, by, by trade. So um, event sponsorship is something kind of fun though. I enjoy, uh, helping people, you know, find the right fit. And when it is the right fit, it's so awesome to see both parties benefit from each other, you know, like a sponsor that, you know, they come in, they sponsor an event or a conference or whatever the case may be. And they get so much exposure that, you know, it, it helps boost their sales. Well, perfect. Like that is a perfect fit. And so that type of stuff, you know, that is kind of fun for me. So, um, there's lots of questions that we get about event sponsorship. This actually just recently came up. We're getting ready to build a big sponsorship package for an event called She Who Wins. So they um, are a summit that is going to be um, in the, let's see, April of next year. So uh, my dear friend and colleague, Renee Bauer, uh, from happy even after, uh, she's, she is a divorce attorney, but she's honestly a serial entrepreneur. She's got so many cool projects happening. Uh, and this is a passion project for her. So she started something called she who wins. It's a summit, a uh, two day summit, uh, that is going to be in Connecticut that, uh, is going to be a little bit about entrepreneurship, but also a lot of like feeding your soul and uh, for any woman who wants to level up, whether you own your own business, whether you don't work at all, like it'll be a great event. So we're helping uh, build an event sponsorship package for her in the coming weeks. And that's honestly what spurred this podcast. So number one, check out She Who Wins, find them on Instagram, find Renee Bauer on Instagram too. Uh, and follow both of them so you can see all the cool things that are getting ready to happen with that. So, okay, so question number one that I get from people uh, is honestly like, where on earth do I start? Uh, because they they know that they have to have some kind of package or something to show people, but they don't know where, like, what, where do we start? So number one, uh, before you start any outreach is building your package. So this is where you're going to go to your marketing team and you're going to ask them to pull benefits. Okay, so we need to see some stats here. What's your total social following? Like add up all of your following through all your accounts. Um, how many hits do you get on your website per month? That could be a good one. Um, how many emails do you have in your database? How many um, numbers do you have on your text list? How many listeners do you have on your podcast? Start thinking of all the ways uh, that you could promote something, all the different platforms that you have and that you're going to be promoting through and pull all those stats. Okay. Um, and then, so you're going to, you know, every sponsorship package has two sides, a marketing side and a, an event slash day of side. So that's going to be the information you need for the marketing side of your package. And then B is going to be the day of event, you know, type of promotion. So are you going to have vendor booths? Are you going to have place settings? I don't know, you know, every event's different. Maybe it's a dinner party you're throwing. Maybe there's going to be place settings. So you have to think about all the different aspects of the event. Are you having a VIP happy hour? Like dial out all the different aspects of the event 
Uh, and that will start giving you ideas of the different things that people can sponsor. So we're going to talk a lot about some specific ideas here in a minute. So, but where the, the question was where to start on sponsorship. So number one, build your package, pull all your marketing stats and start thinking of the actual structure of the event and the different components. Okay. Then number two, you obviously are going to start thinking about potential sponsors. Again, holy moly, this could be a black hole, right? So think to yourself, here's where to start, because obviously you could just get lost in the amount of businesses. You know, first off, who is attending this? Who is the person that is like that that is coming to this event? Uh, okay, so we're gonna we'll use she who wins as an example. They're going to be women for the most part. Um, they are going to be business owners, some of them. They're going to be moms, some of them. Um, they are going to be most likely, because it's a two-day event uh, and based on last year, most likely they are going to be women that are uh, living in the New England area. I do think some women are going to just drive in uh, for this. So, you know, most of them will be women who live in the Northeast and, you know, think about their ages. And uh, if they are moms, that means, you know, like depending on their ages, that'll kind of help, you know, like, are their kids young, like little littles? Are they, you know, junior high kids? Are their kids grown? You know, start defining, like write down a list of the person that's coming to your event and all the different things you know about them, their age, what they do for a living, uh, what they like, um, you know, things of that nature. And then ask yourself who wants to reach that person. Okay. So in the, she who wants example, who wants to reach women that own a business or women who are moms, um, who live in new England. Okay. The first thing we're going to do is like, especially because this one's kind of local, I'm going to look in the local area. So what do women love and use? Gosh, women use fitness. So like, is there a pure bar in the area? Is there a Lululemon in the area? Um, women love um, aesthetics. So are there any spas in the area? What about lash places, uh, nail places, uh, massage therapy places? What else? Uh, women love makeup. So what makeup brands could we go after? That's not really local anymore, but that's thinking on a bigger, bigger picture scale of like, um, what about makeup? What about hair products? What about um, items that moms could use? What do moms use? I'm not a mom, but um, are there apps out there that are really popular for moms? Or gosh, think about it, like PMS products or motherhood products or tampons. God, I mean, like again, the, the list becomes endless and that's why you got to narrow down to who is your perfect person to come to this event and who wants to reach them, okay? So once you uh, pull all those benefits together and create your sponsorship package, I would definitely have a few different levels or types of sponsorship packages, uh, but just remember like, you know, every person's different and every business is different and what's going to help them move the needle, you know, may not be the same for somebody else. Like some businesses are all about just getting their name out, getting some exposure. They want their logo slapped over, slapped all over everything. Um, whereas other businesses, they want FaceTime with people or they want to get their products 
in the hands of people. So build out your sponsorship package, but just know that like when you meet a good potential sponsor, you don't have to lock and key, hold them to one of these packages. If they're like, hey, you know, um, the middle package looks good, but honestly, like, I don't care about having a booth there. Then take the booth off and give them something else that they care about, you know? Um, and sometimes we'll have sponsors that'll come back to us and say like, hey, like, I know y'all are reaching the right person. Here's the budget. Like, I really can't spend more than $5,000 on this sponsorship or whatever the case may be. And here, and then I, I just start picking their brain of like, well, what's most valuable to you out of what you see on this page? Like, is it speaking in front of the audience? Is it, you know, giving them um, a sample of your product and all the goodie bags? Is it, and I just start picking their brain of what is of interest to them. And then you put together, you know, like a list that is exactly what they want and need. Um, you know, so you've got to be a little flexible and a little creative. And you also just have to open your freaking ears and listen to what they're telling you, you know, and just straight up ask them. Sometimes they don't even realize that straight up ask them like, hey, you know, or is it helpful for you to get in front of people? Like, you know, I go to the FPRA, the public relations, the Florida Public Relations Associations Conference every year. And we always have like HubSpot and, you know, like Propel and Cision and, and companies like that that come in, uh, they sponsor. And it's because they want to get someone in there to be a speaker because they know that if they speak at one of the breakout sessions and, you know, let's say there's three breakouts and they get 50 people in each one, those 50 people are like becoming exposed to what their tool, what their platform can do, you know? So for businesses like that, I mean, yeah, we've all heard of Cision in the PR industry, heard of them, cool, but having someone talk to you and show you a case study on what they can do with their product is like a next level selling tool, okay? So just that's my next word of advice is like, honestly, just listen to what they need. Ask them what moves the needle for them most and create something custom, like start pulling benefits from different packages. So I digress. So that was um, where to start on sponsorship. Uh, The other question that we get a lot, or sometimes we just have to insert our two cents is how to price your sponsorship. This is a tough one sometimes. Uh, because we obviously want to, we have high expectations. You know, we know our event's going to be amazing. We're going to have a ton of people there. La-di-da. And so sometimes I, I see clients stick these huge price stickers, $100,000 for a sponsorship. I mean, I think there's a few things you have to look at when you are pricing it. First of all, look at the market you're in. If it's a local event, like She Who Wins, um, a lot of times with local events, you can't pull that $100,000 sponsorship because it's limited to a geographical region, you know? And you need to look at like other sponsorships in the area. Like what's the highest sponsorship in that area for other similar events and conferences? You know, because if you bust out with $100,000 and everybody else is charging 10 grand for your presenting sponsor, like you got to kind of like look at the area a little bit. So how to price your sponsorship. A, look at the area that you're doing the event in, if it's a local event. Um, Number two, really important is how many attendees. If you're only having 200 people, uh, don't expect a a $50,000 sponsorship, depending on the event, you know. Uh, Maybe it's like super high level CEOs. And if that's the case, maybe they are willing to pay that. But, you know, maybe those 200 people are CEOs. But 
look at how many attendees you have. Okay. So a lot of times businesses look at it from a, um, acquisition cost. We're getting all shark tank on you right now, but if you've got, you know, a hundred people at your event and they're paying a $10,000 sponsorship. Okay. So if they, I don't know what they're selling, just depending, you know, if they're, if they sell all 100 people, at your event, if every single one of the people that attend your event convert into customers for them, will they recoup that 10 grand? And also, depending on the nature of the business, could there, these people be repeating clients for them? If they're not even going to break even on the 10 grand they spent on the sponsorship, converting every single person, that also is not likely. Um, you you got to do the math here, okay, and get realistic. Now, if you've got 10,000 people at an event, then you've got a different level going on. So just do the math on cost per acquisition and be realistic on your pricing. And also something else too, that's really valuable, like in regards to pricing is like, do they get any info to be able to follow up with attendees? Because if they get the exposure before the event through promotion, on the day of the event and after the event, they get the ability to follow up with attendees. Hmm. Okay. Now that became more valuable. So also don't sell yourself short, but I, I rarely see people selling themselves short. I, most of the time I see people put these ridiculously large sponsorship prices on their stuff. And then they are disappointed and irritated with us when it doesn't sell even though sometimes I try to tell them like, hey, this is a little out of the range for this market or, you know, the size of your event, they still get irritated with us, which is a bummer. Also, one other thing to think of when you ask someone to buy a sponsorship, like let's say you get them to buy into a $5,000 sponsorship, but then they also have to, you know, like let's say they're provide, they're sponsoring the bar and they have to provide all the booze as well, or they have to provide, let's say they're a seltzer company or something, and they have to put, you know, they have to stock the bar with 3,000 seltzers. Well, then the, uh, the that sponsorship is costing them a lot more than just five grand. It's costing them product as well. So you've got to take that into a, account too. If they have to prepare some kind of collateral or prepare a booth or prepare, like give away product. So, um, you know, I don't have an exact way to tell you how to price your sponsorship. It's just such a balance of looking at the market, looking at how many attendees you have, how long has this event been going? If you have, um, if this event's been going on for 10 years and you've got like solid proof of concept and it's rocking and rolling, you can start to raise your prices a little more. If it's a brand new event, it is really hard to sell a $50,000 sponsor to just believe that your brand new event is going to crush it, you know? Um, so look at the number of attendees, the market, how long the event's been going, do some math on costs per acquisition, and do they have to provide anything additional and do they get to follow up with attendees? Okay. So let's talk some ideas for sponsorship benefits. Some of these are like a total no brainer. So, um, and others, maybe this will like spark some ideas for you. Um, so first off, let's talk about the marketing ones. And we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the marketing benefits you can give somebody. So social media mentions, um, website placement, maybe you put their logo on the page where everybody's, you know, like the Eventbrite or whatever you're selling tickets through logo placement everywhere, logo placement, you know, on the slideshow logo placement on the graphics, 
on all of the digital ads. Like there's lots of places you can put their logo. Um, inclusion and email blasts that are promoting the event. Could they do a social media takeover? Someone on their team, maybe FaceTime is really important to them. Um, and they want to do, that would be valuable to them is doing a social media takeover on your account leading up to the event. Um, could you send text to your database that promotes them or that they are going to be at your event? Um, so those are just some ideas. I mean, gosh, it, there's so many different ways to promote people. Again, if you have a podcast, you could give them commercials on your podcast. You could give them an appearance on your podcast. Um, you could include them in your press release to announce the event. Um, you know, maybe if you got some editorial or earned media for the event, they could be there as part of the, you know, promotion or the interview or whatever. So, uh, a, those are some ideas for marketing. Um, and then B for the event, gosh, this is endless. And again, it goes back to like, are you hosting a conference? Are you hosting a dinner party? Are you hosting a pop-up, you know, brunch on a yacht? Are you like, what, what is your event? Uh, is it a weekend long retreat? Is it, so there's so many different types of events, um, but just some quick ideas. So collateral at each placement, if that that's great for a dinner or a luncheon, you know, everybody gets a, you know, your business card or your rack card or whatever placed at, or your product placed at their seat. Um, okay. Another idea, items or collateral in a swag bag, of course, if they've got a product or they could put a coupon in the swag bag, uh, anything of that nature, or, um, uh, they could sponsor the bag itself and have their logo on it. Um, booth space. Also, if you're going to have vendors or, uh, any type of expo portion of your event, you can give them a booth. Um, they could sit on a panel. Maybe you're hosting a panel that talks about a topic, you know, again, going back to like decision and HubSpot and all that. Um, we did a panel with a bunch of people from Meltwater and whatnot, and that was really cool and it's great exposure, or they could speak at a breakout session. They could be a keynote. Again, it just depends on their level of sponsorship. Um, maybe they could be the, e the MC of the evening. If it's a party or a, an awards banquet or something like that, they could be the MC or they could introduce someone something of that nature, their, their logo could be on the screens right before the biggest award of the night, or they get a, a 10 second, 15 second little trailer commercial on the big screens right before the biggest finale award. I don't know. I'm like totally just pulling stuff out of thin air right now. They could put an offer or an ad in your program booklet. If you've got like a little booklet, um, they could do a giveaway at your event uh, and get people to enter. Maybe they're, you know, they scan a QR code and they have to put in their email address or something like that. Then they could get everybody's emails. That is a big benefit. Um, you know, or they could, you know, maybe you're having a bar and they could do a branded cocktail. You know, we had a dentist one time that sponsored uh, one of our cocktails. And I think we did like a pearly white Cosmo. Ha ha, pearly whites like your teeth, pearly white Cosmo. Or they could brand, you know, they could sponsor a meal, you know, maybe they are the appetizer sponsor or they are the dessert sponsor or they're the VIP hour sponsor. Gosh, y'all, there are so many ideas. And I think one mistake I see people doing is that they just let people do some of these things at the event. And I'm like, people that aren't even sponsors. And I'm like, yo, you're giving that away for free. That's like a sponsorship benefit, you know? Um, and again, it, it depends like, you know, if someone's a huge multi-million dollar keynote speaker, obviously you, 
that's different. You're paying them. Uh, but for some of these benefits, I just see people giving these things away. And I'm like, that's such a bummer because they really ought to be sponsoring your event to get that type of benefit. But again, not my not my event. So um, hopefully those gave you some really good ideas, uh, you know, with your event. I think every event is so different. And the more your event uh is successful every year, you can continue to grow the audience and, and get more sponsors. And, you know, honestly, the biggest thing is, is if you have a sponsor, you really need to have somebody that becomes their point of contact that helps ensure they get everything they've been promised. Because sometimes we just need sponsorship money to make stuff happen. So people are like, let's get sponsors. And they focus on that until they get sponsors and they get their money and then they don't execute hardly any of the benefits. And then the sponsor is annoyed at the end of the event. So, I mean, if you treat them right and you give them everything that was promised many times, like those sponsors will come back year after year after year. So maybe put a point person on your team, on your logistics side and on your marketing and PR side that says, hey, y'all, we got a new sponsor on board. Here is what they are promised. They are Hey, you at the event, they are promised their logo here, here, and here. Hey, Whitney and your, you know, marketing team, they were promised this many posts on social media, this many this, and make sure that you execute. I mean, that's just good integrity, right? So I hope this has been helpful for you. If you want to talk event sponsorship, I love giving ideas. I love brainstorming. Uh, feel free to hit me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. It's the Whitney Lee. Uh, or connect with me on LinkedIn. So I look forward to hearing about your event. If this was helpful to you, or if you're planning an event, uh, please screenshot this episode, share it with somebody. Uh, Hopefully they'll find uh, benefit in this as well. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you thought the info was beneficial, it would mean so much if you take a quick second to write us a review and share it on social media. If you have a question about a topic or a specific industry you want to learn more about, reach out to us on Socialies, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also find me personally, The Whitney Lee on Instagram. We are excited to connect with you and help you make your business more socially relevant.